the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. When it comes to Sodom and Gomorrah and the story of Lot, God's redemption in the midst of it all, we come away with real gospel truths. And that is what we're focused on this week as we continue our look at Genesis 19 on Way of Grace. And again, welcome to today's broadcast of Way of Grace with Pastor Jessica Stan, the ministry of Grace Bible Church here in Hayward, online at grace-bible.com. Today, we are back in Genesis chapter 19 as we continue our series, Arise, Move, and Go. We're in part 12, looking at Lot, Mercy is Knocking, part 2, for Genesis 19, verses 17 through 26. Join us for today's broadcast of Way of Grace. Once again, here's Pastor Jesse. What greater love than this can be described, that a man would love his wife enough to leave heaven and take on a human nature so he could know her in order to redeem her. There's no God like our God. No God like our God that would enter into our humanity and know us better than we know ourselves and to take on the evil that's intrinsic to our nature, our behavior, our conduct, and our attitude to redeem us from sin, Satan, and damnation. That's the God who took it on. What a great mystery. We call it the mystery of godliness. God manifest in the flesh. So we see it biblically, do we not? We see it biblically. And then again, John tells us in John 17, 3, we must always understand agape in light of love, knowing someone in light of love. This is John 17, 3. I taught this church this years ago. And this is eternal life. That they might what? Know you. See, God is calling all of us to a deep knowledge of him. A knowledge that is deep and intimate and covenantal. And framed by the two becoming what? One flesh. Literally in the theological sense, according to Paul, Ephesians 4, we become one spirit. The Father, Son, Holy Ghost, and us, one God, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one body. We become one in spirit with God because God is a spirit and they that worship him, worship him in spirit. And the, the only reason you know something about this is because God scooped you up into himself in the person of Christ and made it possible for you to know him in the redemption of your sins. And by the presence, the penetrating presence of the spirit of God, likened unto the union between a man and a woman. Is that not beautiful? I what? The highest level of love is agape. Agape. 
And this is eternal life that they might know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ, whom he has sent. And what we then would assert is that the gospel is a gospel of love, is it not? The greatest love in the world, the greatest love in the world. And to reject that is to evidence that you don't know God. So point C, an act that must not violate what? An act that must not violate nature. Deuteronomy 22.5. Lock it in, because God told Israel, I'm your father, you're my firstborn. Typologically, my ultimate firstborn is coming. But before he comes, I need you to act like Jesus. What that means is I don't want you to be confused about your gender. Does that make some sense? Jesus never wore ponytails. I'm sorry. Now, ponytails are cool. Except I was in Texas when I was 14 years old. And uh, I had grown up in the hood here and we was doing the um, Superfly stuff. Stay with me for a moment. And this goes to show you how lies transform you when you're teenagers. And I had long hair. Like Samson. It's just true. The high schoolers here went to high school with me. I was crazy back in the day. They knew. Uh, and I went to Texas to hang out with my granddaddy, make some money. We're at the ball game. And a brother sitting behind me. Oh, dude. You know what he said? Is that a girl or a boy in front of me? <laughs> went on back to California and found the Clippers. <laughs> Way too much testosterone running through my veins for you to be concerned whether or not I'm a male. Do you understand what I'm getting at? I was so glad, I was so glad when Jerry Curls came in because you're curling all up. By the time I was 18, I went back to a Kabbadist. Because you know, God got to save us from that foolishness, doesn't he? He got to save us from that crazy stuff. Just letting you know, see, all of us are in transition. That's called grace. The woman shall not wear that which pertains unto a man. Did that make some sense? Connor, I want to make sure that we avoid legalism and self-righteousness in this church. Because y'all who grew up in those old churches, they had their own arbitrary rules about what constituted safe wear, right? Had these sisters almost in hijabs, right? You might as well just have put a mask on. And y'all, y'all, y'all doing this now, right? No, that's not what it's talking about. That is not what it's talking about. Okay? And uh, a man shall not wear that which pertains to a woman. Is that what the text says? No cross-dressing because cross-dressing is sending a false signal that you can arbitrarily define your own gender. You see, God dealt with that long ago, didn't he? See, men ought to love being men. I know you got issues, brothers. You really do. And women ought to love being women. I know you got issues, but see, it's the devil that jacked us all up. And it's our culture and it's the betrayal of both our politics and our religion. Because, you know, in the church, they've tolerated this stuff forever. Have they not? They've tolerated this stuff forever. And it's the, I, the reason they tolerate it, listen to me, children of God, is because they don't actually believe people can change. They really don't believe that. 
They don't really they really don't believe that. And so when you buy the doctrine today that you'll go to jail if you try to help convert people from the error of their ways, including sexual sins, um, they're saying to you, your biblical view is unscientific. That again is turning things upside down. This is not about science. This is about the soul. This is about the psyche. There has to be a deeper reality of truth penetrating into areas in which the science can't go. I don't need to go down that path, but for those of you who are deluded by the ignorance of the assertion that science is the answer to everything, you are utterly ignorant of the proposition you just made. Now I'm going to say it one more time. To assert that science is the key to all truth means you are ignorant of the very proposition that you made. I'm not going to even build one argument because your emotions are already affirming my point. There is no scientific device that can indicate the origin of your anger or your love or your grief. Am I making sense? And find me one that can show you why your heart actually beats. See, I, I'm going to stop because, again, this is like fifth grade logic that I'm sharing with you. But we're so dumb today. We buy into these, again, overgeneralized statements that make no sense. That means we've been deceived. Am I making some sense? There are whole spheres of reality that cannot be touched by scientific methods. All right, let me keep going. We're uh, looking at Deuteronomy 22.5. For those of you who have never read it, Leviticus 18, 1 through 3. Listen to what the text says. I'm going to frame it and then I'm going to walk through it because I need to keep moving. In Leviticus 18, 1, and the Lord spoke unto Moses saying, we're going to walk through three verses. Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, I am the Lord your God. After the doings of the land of Egypt wherein you dwelt, that's the past, you shall not do. After the doings of the land of Canaan, whether you, uh, whether I bring you, that's the future, you shall not do. Neither shall you walk in their ordinances. You got that? Egypt, Canaan, Babylon, their systems are not to define who you are. All right, that's going to help because what the text is teaching is that God already sees the nations behaving this way. The people that he's calling to himself, he's calling them up out of that. All right, then, Pastor, what is he telling you to address? He's telling us to dress, make sure that we don't engage in incest. Look at verse six, just a couple of verses, incest. Incest meaning that you don't have any boundaries or parameters, moral, ethical, spiritual, with your own flesh. Your sons and your daughters and your wives and your uncles and your mamas and your grandparents. Am I making sense? These are called violating parameters at the biological and at the genealogical and at the familial level, which means you and I, apart from the grace of God, will go there. Again, there are many people in the house who are victims of this. So don't laugh and don't say what I'm saying is absurd. It is contemporary. A good 80% of us in the house are victims of incest. Now you're quiet because it's true. Don't go to anybody's church that's not willing to tell you the truth. And don't play games with the gospel because to turn the gospel into a myth won't save you. Only truth can liberate you. Only truth can liberate you. And when you have the truth, you can face the falsehood and you can know there's an answer to the violence that was perpetrated on you. 
and you have perpetrated on somebody else. You just got to own it so you can overcome it. And you can overcome it, as Jesus said in Psalm 118, in Jesus' name. In the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. In the name of the Lord, I will overcome every evil that has sought to subdue me and penetrate me and turn me and change me. In the name of the Lord, I will subdue them. Am I making some sense? They don't have more power than than God. God is able to take the vilest sinner and fix them and straighten them out and change them and then build them up and use them to deliver other sinners from that same horrible pit. That's the nature of the gospel and its power. As God would grant us the ability to believe it. None of you shall approach to any that is near of kin to him to uncover their nakedness. I am the what? This is where Ham messed up when his daddy just, it was intemperate when he got out of the ark. Noah, y'all know the account. Then he had two brothers that went back, took a garment and covered daddy, didn't he? Covered daddy. This is called the gospel of the grace of God. This is called the gospel. Love covers sins. Uh, Those two boys, Japheth and Ham, that's why the gospel came to them. Japheth and and, uh, Shem, that's why the gospel came to them. Because they indicated, they understood. You cover nakedness. You don't expose it. Y'all got time for me? You're watching the exposing of nakedness every time you get on your little gadget. And it's hardening your heart to purity. It's hardening your heart to purity. It's turning you into a sodomite. If you can sit up and watch those stupid, crazy musical programs and see what they do. See, right now, today, not only are they naked, they are demonically naked. And they are swearing to you, you don't believe your Bible. How are you going to sit up here and watch us simulate sex on stage in red with horns as demons and devils and keep your eye on it? Good morning, Lot. Good morning, Lot. See what I'm getting at? Good morning, Lot. This is why... This is why somebody was talking about, I have a hard time with the fact that you said that, uh, that God says, don't pray for them. See, this had been going on for Israel for so long, and Jeremiah was crying for them. He's the weeping prophet, a demolition prophet, but a weeping prophet. This is Jeremiah 7 in your own time. And God said, Jeremiah, I know you're coming to pray. Stop. Stop it. I'm not going to pay no attention to what you're saying. I've already talked to these people for 900 years. They're like, they're like, they're like they're like donkeys and dromedaries in heat. They're lining up to go to the whorehouse. And then they come to church. Read it for yourself. That's why there's nothing new under the sun. That's why what's going on now went on then. And God says, I'm not going to answer their prayers. I'm not going to answer their. I'm, Jeremiah, you might as well start praying for somebody else. Save your prayers, son. They have to experience my judgment before they start praying for themselves. So, you know, sometimes we got these Christian folk that'll say, man, will you pray for me? Will you pray for, you hear it? Will you pray for me? Why don't you pray for yourself? Why don't you pray for yourself? I'm not Jesus. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Next time they say that and you know they've been coming to you like that, just say, look, do I look like Jesus? 
Now, Jesus is the one that needs to pray for us. I guarantee you his prayers will get through, but mine may not get through. And I'm not losing any sleep anymore when I realize I didn't pray for you. Did that make some sense? Because I'm not your savior. Christ is your savior. And he ever lives to make intercession for us. And his prayers will always come through. Will they not? Right. Jesus, pray for me. None of you shall approach to your near of kin. So in your Bible, it is clear about incest. No adultery. Look at verse 20. No adultery. Look at verse 20. Here it is. Moreover, you shall not lie carnally with your neighbor's wife to defile thyself with her. Y'all got that? Male and female. In this context, God is holding the patriarchy responsible because the patriarchy is the highest rank in the hierarchy of authority. Men have a quasi power. And when they employ it the wrong way, they will cross the boundaries. Am I making sense? Now, we've just dealt with incest. We've just now dealt with adultery. We know these things are not right. Verse 22, tell me what you think this is. You shall not lie with mankind as with womankind. Do you see it? You shall not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is toweba. It is an abomination. Do you see it? Because they're going to tell you it's nowhere in the Bible that God says homosexuality is a bad thing. Well, yeah, it is. That's the Old Testament, Pastor. All right, let me give you a New Testament one. First Corinthians chapter six, verse nine. Read your Bible. First Corinthians six, nine. Listen to it carefully. Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. That's, that's really the thing that needs to be lifted up out of that verse. Do not be deceived because your culture, your government, your presidency, the administration, the world is telling you, you can be unrighteous and go to heaven. Are you hearing it? It is. Be not deceived, neither fornicators. That's about 95% of the planet nor idolaters. That's the other side of the 95%. Why? Because when you break the boundaries of covenant sexuality and engage in fornication, the driver for that is idolatry. You're driven by an idolatrous covetousness to engage in fornication outside of marriage. Are y'all hearing me? All right, here it is nor adulterers, nor, there it is, effeminate. This is the tendency to confuse the gender that we just read in Deuteronomy chapter 22, 5. This is the tendency to allow yourself to be defined by the timidity of your personality, particularly as a male. All right, so I I shouldn't even be going here for time's sake. All that has been completely turned upside down in your American Psychological Association handbook. That is to say, that is to say, just because a, a boy has soft tendencies, he is therefore to be inclined to and be nudged and be pushed towards Uh, acting as if he's homosexual or wanting to engage in feminine identity markers. The spectrum across what we are as human beings in terms of our attributes are broad. Some men could be a little bit more gentle. Would you agree? 
And some women could be a little more gentle too. Yes. Right? Because I got some hard sisters. I mean, I got some real hard sisters. Now, y'all cool when it's time for things to go down and I need you in the war. I need some hard sisters in the war. But just in general peacetime, y'all need to read some books on how to be gentle. Um, that we are working through across the spectrum of what are called complex personality traits has nothing to do with us being hardwired to be homosexuals. We need to be able to bring that into the captivity of the truth. Does that make sense? Right. And say, all you need to do is read Galatians chapter five, verse 22. Don't go there. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, meekness, temperance, self-control against such. There is no law. We can all be kind. We can all be gentle. We can all be patient. We can all have levels of sensibility and sensitivity that would that would transcend our masculinity or femininity when it's appropriate. Am I making some sense? Right. But we need to be very clear on what it means to be a male and what it means to be a female. Nor abusers of themselves with mankind. There it is. See, God calls it an abuse. Stuff is getting poked in wrong holes. That's called abuse. Second Timothy chapter one, verse 10. Second Timothy one, 10. Here's another one. Since you want some New Testament verses. Second Timothy chapter one, verse 10. Maybe it's going to be 1 Timothy 1.10. I think it is. Will you pull it up? 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 10, sis. Uh, and it's going to be verse 10. Here we go. Um, for whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men stealers, for liars, and for perjured persons, if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine, understand this. The law is made for sinners. That's what Paul was saying. The law is made for transgressors, not for righteous people. What is law? Law is the policy of boundaries concerning how we behave. And when the law is laid down, it's telling you the limits of your action depending upon what you are doing. Like even the law will lay down how we think. Here are the parameters of how you think. You shall not covet. That's thinking. Parameters there. That means when covetousness is inclined in you, check it by God's law because people are hurt when you covet. When that covetousness moves from the mind to the action, you're going to defraud somebody and you're not going to glorify God. I'm not making some sense. This is why Paul said the law is spiritual. It's not just what we do. It's how we think. This is why we must be born again. This is why we must be renewed in our mind. To think God's thoughts after him. Because you need a new man in you, warring against the old man in you, upholding the law of God in you so that you don't cross those lines. See, and this is what Lot did not do. Lot enjoyed crossing the line and he took his family with him. So for those of you who are trying to figure out where homosexuality is, it's in that first uh, part of the verse. Whoremongers and for them that defile themselves with mankind. Do you see it? That's what that means. And then there you go. For men stealers, the Bible does not condone slavery. I'll leave that there for you to work through. There it is. You don't steal men. Men are made in the Imago day. You don't steal them. 
And this is why child sex slavery is a huge problem. Now go back to your Bible because Lot did that for a hot second. That's exactly what he did. Go back to your Bible. We're at Judges, Genesis chapter 19. We're going to unpack this a little bit more. So when I talk about love in the know you sense must not violate nature, all of these qualities are extremely important. I could have shown you in verse 23 of Leviticus uh, 19, 18, no bestiality. Mankind shall not lie down with animals. And that's going on today. No child sacrifice. Do not give your children to Moloch. And it's going on today. And before the child is sacrificed, they are sold into slavery. Because that's part of the sacrificial act. We are out of time today. We'll close our program out here and pick up where we left off next time we're together here on Way of Grace with Pastor Jesse Gastand. Thank you for spending a few minutes with us today. We trust it was profitable in your walk and relationship with Christ. Our goal here at Way of Grace is to make sure that you are growing in Christ, that you are living a life worthy of the calling that has been placed on your life from the gospel. If you have questions, comments, prayer requests, as always, you're welcome to reach out to us here at Way of Grace. Our phone number is real easy. You can reach out to us at 510-886-9782. That's 510-886-9782. You can also reach us at our website, grace-bible.com. And you can email us from that website as well as find out more about us, who we are, what we believe worship opportunities. In fact, our worship opportunities are really quite simple. Sundays at 1030, we meet here at the church in Hayward. We also have a Friday evening Bible study at 630 and then a Tuesday evening prayer and Bible study at 630 as well. For more information, again, grace-bible.com or call 510-886-9782. Reach out to us by mail if you want to write 22768 Main Street. That's 22768 Main Street, Hayward, California. The zip code is 94541. As always, it's a pleasure spending time with you here in God's Word, growing in His grace. Until next time, may Christ be your way of grace. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.